Maybe that'll be the intro to the show. Yeah, put that at the intro. <laughs> How's it going, eh? It's going okay. Excellent. And Excellent. now, that's it. That's That's all I got. That's it. Thanks. This shorter show again. We get some short ones. <laughs> no, we had a t- we had a thing in mind. What was it? Yeah, yeah. We were going to talk about some album shares. Uh, where we were, you uh, recommended an album to me, and so I recommended an album to you uh, that uh, neither one of us had had heard. Right. Well, one of us had heard the one we recommended. <laughs> but before I do that, there's a clarification from a previous episode oh. where I was talk uh, from the shave corner, um, where I was talking about uh, wet shaving and soaps and razors and blah blah blah. Right. Um, and I, well, I was listening back and I said, "You can spend a lot of money on it." But what I should have clarified was, "Yeah, you could shave, spend a lot of money on it, but if you don't want to, it can save you a huge amount of money." over, um, say, cartridge razor shaving, mm-hmm. um, the current most popular way, uh, because, you know, like razor blades are like um, a nickel a piece, you know, and then the, the razor itself, uh, I shave on one that from 1934, so, you know, or one from the 60s that I paid uh, $12 for, and it's still, you know, it lasts forever, right. practically, so, uh, you know, you're shaving for, for super cheap. And there's uh, that's why the soaps. Costs are so low, they never wear out. Yeah, yeah. Which is why Gillette turned to uh, the model of, you know what? Um, we could make a lot more money if we had disposable razors yeah. and kept raising the price on those. So so you could spend lots of money on, um, you know, fancy soaps and creams and beard oils and um, balms and aftershave and all that stuff, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just fun. But uh, but you could have uh, significant savings if you wanted to go for the wet shaving route. Okay, and, moving on. And a closer shave. Absolutely, yeah. Closer shave, better feeling skin. It's all good. It's, it smell like uh, Ben Franklin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But what was the uh, the album? Was what? I well, don't you even remember? You recommended The Pretenders Two. No, 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 no. What? You mis <laughs> You misunderstood. I recommended The Pretenders. Oh, were you saying T O O? No, their second <laughs> album was called Pretenders Two, yeah, and uh, that's good, but it's not as great as the first one. Oh dear! Well, no wonder I didn't like most of it. Um, <laughs> hmm. Let's see, Pretenders. Hang on, let me look back at my list here. Yeah. Uh, nope. I think you. Hmm. Where I wouldn't have intentionally recommended you listen to Pretenders Two. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, that's just embarrassing. <laughs> um. Well, I'm going to talk about Pretenders Two because that's the one I listened to. Sure. Um. It's got it's got one hit basically. What hit was that? The message of love. All right. Um, yeah, I didn't care for it. Uh, the the adulter- the adulteress was all right. Um, and then uh, what is it? Spank uh, spank me. Bad boys, Bad boys get spanked. Bad boys get spanked. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny and um, much more um, punk roots ish. I would say. Sure. You know. She she. Um... She started to take over more of the songwriting control. Mm-hmm. You know, it was always her band, but uh, that's yeah. Chrissy Hind we're talking about. Um, but she, you know, obviously, um, maybe not obviously, she was heavily influenced by her guitarist, James Honeyman Scott, mm-hmm. um, in, you know, the, the way hmm, the songs were put together, maybe. Um, the, the, the feel of the song, mm-hmm. that's really more 
of what it was. Um, and he was more into, uh, the pop and melodic side of things while she was more punk. Yeah. So the, yeah. the two of them together, um, crafting songs, you know, created this sort of new thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, more and more as she got more confident in her songwriting and how she, you know, what she was doing and their uh, acclaim, I, I would say that was a reason that this album sounds, you know, maybe more punky. Yeah. 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 Um, in some it, ways. Right. Right. That's why I say punk roots ish. Sure. Uh, it was a lot of that on the first record. Feel. There's a lot of that mm -hmm. in the first record. Hmm. Okay. I'll have to go back and, and check out, uh, number one. And by I say go back, I guess go back in time. Apparently, mm -hmm. um, I'll go and, and look at the first one or listen yeah. to the first one. Um, yeah, bad boy, bad boys get spanked was funny. Um, and, uh, uh I really liked Louie Louie. That's my favorite, uh, album from the, I mean, track from the album. Mm -hmm. That was a good one. I immediately thought of, uh, ooh, that make a good pep band song. Yeah. Um, and it would fool people. Okay, Louie Louie. And then it was this version. Not even version, this uh, completely original piece, not related to the uh, Louie Louie from the Kingsman from the, what, 50s, 60s? Yeah. Um, 60s. I, I guess early 60s, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, I did like that one. Uh, the others were, eh, just kind of normal pop stuff from the 80s that I remember and I wasn't uh, super keen on. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't anything that I just totally disliked. It was just kind of, eh, to me. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you? Did you listen to uh, Tritico, played by the Dallas Wind Symphony? I did not. I Man. Didn't even, didn't even remember that that was a thing. <laughs> okay, I'm going to erase all this section, <laughs> and I'll pick it up next time. Yeah, um, you had one job, and, and it was your idea. Yes. Yeah. It was a busy <laughs> week. Um, could we could certainly do this over. Starting now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, well, that's okay because, um, you know, I didn't listen to the right album mm -hmm. and you didn't listen to any album. Right. So this is the preview, folks, yeah. we'll of try, what we'll try really would happen. We will try that next week. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad we cleared Remind. all that up then. Remind me. But there was something else. I said I wanted to talk about a show. And what the uh, hell was it? I don't know. There was something else you wanted to talk about on the show? Uh, there was a show I wanted to talk about on the show. Oh, a show. Stranger Things? No, because I haven't <laughs> seen any of the second season yet. Ah, we just finished the uh, second season last night. Uh -huh. um, interestingly, there immediately popped up um, beyond Stranger Things, the uh, behind-the-scenes talk about roundtable stuff with, um, also interestingly, Jim Rash as the host. Right. Uh, don't know why. But um, they, you know, he bring, brings in several guests, but they have, I think, seven episodes of uh, Beyond Stranger Things. Okay. And they run from maybe 15 minutes to 25 minutes each. So if you just can't... Uh, can't let it go. I'm looking forward uh, to that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I won't spoiler any anything for season two, but it's just so freaking good. That's good. Yeah, I it's really... To, uh, have words with you. I like it if very much. If you were to spoil Stranger Things for me. No, no, I'm, I'm good. Um, one one girl in my, uh, in my uh, advanced band said, Teacher, <laughs> do you watch Stranger Things? And I said... Uh, I said, yeah, but no spoilers, please. I haven't finished season two. And uh, she said, I watched the first season 43 times. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, um, good for you. <laughs> She's in sixth grade. It's almost as many times as we watch Caddyshack. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, yeah I had to think about it. I was like, you're crazy. Oh, I did that type of thing too. And I would have much 
much more if it was, you know, as readily available as Netflix is to us today. Yeah, we can't obviously you know? have watched it that many times because we didn't, we didn't own it. We don't, we don't have to, we would have had to pay to rent it mm-hmm. every time. And it was, you know, probably four or five times, but. Um. <laughs> yeah, at least. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe not ten. No. But, uh, but definitely five so. for sure. But for a while, we were counting the number of times we'd seen the Star Wars films. Oh, yeah. I stopped counting at 135. <laughs> I actually counted Star Wars for quite a few. And I was counting Raiders of the Lost Ark as well, but I lost track. Yeah. We In the theaters. Well, well over was, 30 times. For it that. was Star Wars seven times. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. Raiders and Empire five times. Mm. It was Jedi three times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Note the drop-off. <laughs> the sharp drop-off. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But... Um, it's, it's, I don't. I. I don't think I'd seen any of the others more than once in the theater, mm-hmm. and that. I, I, it's been a long time since I saw any film twice in the theater. Oh yeah, yeah. Same here. Same here. I think I saw the. La- oh, I don't know when the last time I saw a movie more than once was. Oh yeah, yeah. Two Towers. That's right. The Two yeah. Towers I saw twice. Well, you know, um, it's coming out on video soon, in some form. The Two Towers. Everything. Oh, good, because I've had it on video for and many years. <laughs> soon to be released on VHS. <laughs> They're going retro. But the... Um, yeah, one knows that movies are, are coming out. That's yeah, right. So why are you going to spend $20 with, you know, uh, I was going to say condiments, with uh, <laughs> concessions included? Mm-hmm. The only Yeah, if the movie is uh, so incredibly spectacular in, I don't know, 3D or something... You know, you just have to see it in the cinema. There are few that are like that for me. Or, uh, like happened with The Two Towers, uh, we couldn't wait to see it. So we watched it at uh, where we were up in Washington. And then we came down to Hollywood and watched it with you mm-hmm. and the family over um, Christmas break uh, at the Cinerama Dome. Yeah. Or rather, the Dome. The Dome. Mm-hmm. Previously known as the Cinerama Dome. Uh, and that was pretty spectacular. Although, I think I fell asleep. Sadly, because I was exhausted. Isn't it uh, the Arclight Dome? It is the Arclight Dome now, I believe, yes. Or it had it had changed to that. I haven't checked recently. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, I, I was going to say something about the video. Uh, oh, uh, let's talk about our experience with, say, Star Wars, the Star Wars franchise, mm-hmm. uh, the first three. Well, that's top of Say so, four, five, sure. six. Yeah. Um, you and I, uh, Granddad, took us yeah. to see uh, Star Wars. Yeah, we episode were 10 and four, 9 years old, respectively. Ugh, episode 4, A New Hope, for all you total noobs. Uh, we still just call it Star Hope. Wars. It was not labeled Episode 4 yet, I believe. Nope. That was, nope. That was the re-release, right? Um, I believe not so. during the first run? Mm-hmm, I think so. Okay. It was It was called... Uh, the, 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 didn't the, cry, the Crawler have A New Hope as a title, but it didn't say Episode 4 on it? I don't it. know that it had anything... It, I don't know that it had... I think it had no label. Mm, I think it mm-hmm. just started with it is a time of yeah, yeah. interesting. Uh, it was one would have to go back and check the trivia, but um, but anyway, uh, he took us, you and I, to see at the uh, Scenic Capri, mm-hmm. um, the largest theater in the Phoenix area at the time, um, and it was. Uh, I, I remember two things about it. We had to besides the film, mm-hmm. we had to wait in line. The line was around the building. It was like one and a half times around the building when we got there, mm-hmm. so we had to wait for a full show. To get in. Is that right? Or was there more than one show we had to wait for? I don't remember that. And then uh, once we got in, they were showing the the film so close 
to the previous one so they could fit more shows in during the day, I'm assuming, that they didn't um, clean the theater between shows. Mm -hmm. And so there was like a quarter inch of goo on the floor. Yeah. Uh, so your your feet were <laughs> everywhere you walked. Yeah, and, uh, it was pretty bad. It was horrible <laughs> in that sense. But then, you know, once the film started, we were, I think, enthralled. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's If there was a stronger word than enthralled, <laughs> that would be it. Yeah. yeah, it was magnificent. It, it was start to finish visually. It's just we were blown away. Mm -hmm. uh, so happy that uh, Granddad was into it enough to to uh, take us to that. Well, we uh, we have an uncle and an aunt who went to see it before anybody else. Ah, being the young hip couple that they were. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, sorry, everybody, laughter because that is not the case. Um, Oh, well, they're uh, they are now um, touring around the country in a uh, uh, pulling a um, a trailer right. behind and just kind of living on the road yeah. these days. That's kind of interesting. It is hipsterish. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, but they saw it first and gave it the go ahead. So mm, uh, okay, the rest of us, I think, wanted to. I like we, obviously we wanted to see it because we'd yeah. seen ads. Yeah, and then yeah. I remember in the newspaper. Yeah, and heard buzz, um, and probably had classmates that had already seen it. I don't, I don't remember. Hmm. I don't recall any of that. The only thing I really remember is seeing an ad in the paper, and it was just stars, like a starscape in the background, and it yeah. said Star Wars. Right. And maybe some gibberish at the bottom, like they usually put. Um, maybe. I don't remember anything uh, giving any any uh, characters away in the movie or spaceships or anything. No. But before we saw it the first time. Mm -hmm. And then it just became a you know gigantic blockbuster, and that's when more ads right. came out. But it was... And, we had... Um, I keep mixing up my memory of seeing star wars with my memory of the bicentennial hmm. because we similarly went to downtown phoenix mm -hmm. with our grandfather mm -hmm. to what to you know look at these things the freedom train yeah the freedom train mm -hmm. exactly there are lots red white of and blue uh, amtrak i'm assuming <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah the i don't know I, the, I remember the opening seeing the crawl mm -hmm. and then you know being blasted with the opening yeah Papau and uh, yeah, mesmerized for an hour and a half. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I would have thought that was our first first exposure to um, John Williams music uh, in the theater, but uh, but then I found out many years later that we had gone to um, the premiere of the Cowboys mm -hmm. um, much much earlier. Was it the <laughs> and, premiere? Yeah, huh. and John Wayne was there. Came yeah. out on stage after, limped out on stage after. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert! He gets shot in the movie. <laughs> Uh, and then I don't know if uh, I don't remember any of this. I just found the the tickets. Uh, you know, we had some extra um, comp tickets right. that the family had saved, and um, who knows how we got them? Granddad knew, you know, everybody right. or a friend of everybody uh, at yes. some point, just because <laughs> that was his way. Yeah, he just uh, he would talk to everybody. Mm -hmm. um, at any rate, so I still love that movie, The Cowboys, and great. Great music, uh, great soundtrack by John Williams. I think he was Johnny Williams, actually, at the time, credited as that Johnny Williams. Right, yeah, yeah. He he did his early films credited as Johnny Williams, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, tell me about, uh, if you recall, the first time we saw Empire Strikes Back. I don't recall that at all, well, other than that, the film. But, mm. Before mm. that, did we? do you remember, <laughs> I don't remember if we discussed this, why the, the soundtrack, why the score for Star Wars sounds like it does. Um, because it's a big romantic score. 
and that yeah. wasn't in vogue at the time. Oh, no, that, that broke a mold uh, again, or reopened. Mm -hmm. Please uh, elaborate. Well, at the time, it was a thing to do um, sort of popular tunes, Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, at least incorporated in the soundtrack, and more uh, avant-garde type um, music. Mm -hmm. uh, just a tangent, did, John, did um, Jaws come out before or after Star Wars? I it was believe it was 76. So just barely before. Yeah. And that was also John Williams. So he right. was just getting into into that. But but that wasn't as uh as big of a, in scale. It was um it was great in the way he helped the story be to, uh, to be told. Right. Of course, but um yeah, but Star Wars was the the huge uh breakthrough and return. And it's iconic. You know, he's he's got um they're not to, they're not mnemonic. What am I trying to think of? The themes. When you have a theme for a person. Yeah, motif. A motif. A uh, leitmotif. Mm -hmm. He had that facility with leitmotif yes. uh, already, obviously. But um, he took it to the extreme with Star Wars mm -hmm. in you know, creating a melodic theme for every main character. Yes. Really. Mm -hmm. And then later, you know, th themes for interactions between characters. Mm -hmm. you know, Han and Leia have the love theme. Yep. And Luke and Leia have their Wait, how's it their go? part. Uh, hmm? uh, Luke and Leia? Yeah. Isn't that... Da, da, Not Luke da, and Leia. Hmm? The, the, the Han and Leia love theme. Oh, I don't know. When Luke and Leia are on screen, don't they just play Luke's theme? Mm -hmm. Well, in, insert a oh, clip of the love theme here. I will. Um, so Han and Leia's theme would be or the love theme, whatever it is, the love boat. Oh, no, this <laughs> um, I hope not. Yeah. But I'd like to see, I don't know if he ever released, uh, George Lucas, the, the click track that he used, not click track, the um, background track that he gave to John Williams said, I want these scenes to have music like this. But one would assume, um, you know, there's the Mars, the planets stuff from uh, Holst's work. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd swear that uh, Luke looking at, looking at the twin sons at, on Tatooine, um, there's something that sounds very, very similar to uh, the slow movement of Bruckner's Ninth Symphony. other Bruckner things that might uh, that were probably influenced um, there's some Rite of Spring stuff that's very similar um, so uh, yeah I'd like to see the original tracks that he used because John Williams of course is a master at um, orchestrating similar things and um, just figuring out the mood but being original at the same time right yeah. uh, it was George Lucas had seen a sort of revival viewing a uh, uh, I guess that's what you'd call it, right? When they bring a movie back into theater to say, remember this? Mm -hmm. And the sea something, not the sea dog. Oh, the Seahawk. Seahawk. 
Seahawk. Mm-hmm. He'd seen a, a, a sort of reissue revival of the Seahawk. Ah. And he was enraptured. He said, that is what I want. Mm-hmm. Eric Korngold's uh, masterful that's right. uh, score to uh, Errol Flynn swashbuckling his way through the Seahawk. Yeah, that's a great film. So, of course, that has commonalities. You know, that, that has um, visual aspects that are similar to Star Wars. You know, he mm-hmm. <laughs> swings across the chasm and yep. they're running around from from and to <laughs> stormtroopers <laughs> firing the lasers. Yeah, both. <laughs> Lasers were were a big part of the uh, Seahawk. <laughs> the privateers were. But still, oh, that's why know, cannons and swords clashing. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, lots of noise and and visual movement back and forth. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then you know that stirring, you know, crazy rousing score been, uh, uh, underneath it all, with its own uh, uh, very common or uh, very um, heavily used motifs. Yes, which Corngold uh, was also you know similarly a master of. Mm-hmm. So he, um, obviously Williams knew of Korngold yeah. and said, uh, oh, indeed. So, you know, that thereby created this amazing score. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, so then now let's go back to, uh, Empire Strikes Back. I, I don't recall, um, what the circumstances were, where we went to see that. If you, if you do, please elaborate, please share. I barely remember seeing it in a theater. Yeah. I don't remember the first time. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Hmm. I was thirteen. Um, so wow, might have been right around the time we moved to Eastern Arizona. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if it, if we saw it in Safford, or rather the theater in in Thatcher, um, hmm. Yeah, that would be pretty <laughs> less than memorable. <laughs> it it would have tried to block there. out. I th- yeah. Wow. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, uh, I remember we saw it a bunch of times, but. Hmm. I, uh, well, there's nothing else to do out there. Yeesh. Mm-hmm. Unless you're into hiking, in which case, uh, which <laughs> I am now, uh, hiking or mountain biking, I right. would like to go up to uh, Mount Graham and do stuff up there. But but uh, when we were tweens and teens, ugh, this place sucks. It did suck. <laughs> um, in, uh, and still does in a lot of ways. <clears throat> Unless you're listening to our show and want to give us a thumbs up, then in case, that case, it's a great go place. Go Safford. Woo. I do recall seeing uh, Return of the Jedi, yeah. which we thought until right before it came out that it was going to be Revenge of the Jedi. Yeah, that one was easy. Mm-hmm. Um, now, did you and uh, our friend Jeff and I went to see it at the Foothills Mall. Mm-hmm. Was it? It was right after school. It was a half day. Was yeah. it the? Was it the last day of school or was it the first day of spring break? That I don't remember. Okay, I, so I remember we left directly from school at a half day, and we just went in there, yeah. and they were like. Maybe five other people in the theater at most. Yeah, one of the first showings of the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the Motinay. <laughs> uh, and it was great because um, that, I think that was our first experience with uh, any kind of surround sound. That's possible. Yeah. I remember um, when they're on um, the forest moon of Endor and the, the uh, creature sounds coming from around the theater. Sure. That was really cool. Yeah, not uh, not as good a movie, but no. Yes, I tried. But to visually and audio. my disappointment. <laughs> um, yeah, yum yum. It's yub nub. Yes, I know. Much. I I, I am which, aware. <laughs> which in Iwakis means freedom. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, just throwing it out there. Ooh. We yeah. 
We've been um, we've played a uh, <laughs> flashback to last year. Uh, started a Star Wars role playing session. Yeah. Uh, if anybody out there is interested in Star Wars RPG, highly recommend the D six system that uh, West End I think did a long time ago, and it's a simplified you know simplified rules system and uh, and combat system. So uh, it uses only you know six sided dice mm-hmm. for the, for the things. And you can you can dive deep into skills and abilities and um, equipment and that sort of thing, but the mechanics of it have been streamlined so that you can focus on getting the story told and, and moving people along. Hmm. Um, something some some one of the aspects of advanced D and D and some other role playing games that I have diminished my interest in doing regular sessions uh, are that they can get bogged down in the mechanics of combat and movement right yes so it's very you, you can get into the minutiae of who is where how they're firing whatever mm-hmm. uh or poking through each other you know with the <laughs> in between each other let's say with their weapons and uh spell casting and all that and it it, it slows the game down a lot i find yeah mm-hmm. um there are kind of two types of players basically rules heads and <laughs> story dudes <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought this through, yeah. <laughs> but there is a sizable contingent of, of rules heads. Who yeah. Comic book guy. Want, yes. Comic book type guy types um, um, who want mm-hmm. to, I, I don't know. It's, it may be um, similar to wargaming types. Mm-hmm, you're very mm-hmm. strict about uh, yeah. how you you know move things around and execute the combat. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely appealing to a certain technical kind of player. Sure. But I agree with the Weston system, you know, and its philosophy of if we're trying to give the experience of a set of movies and those movies are the Star Wars films, we're better served to move the story along and maybe lose some detail Mm -hmm. in combat and movement. Sure. So, um, yeah, we, so we started this session, uh, with a couple of friends and coworkers and Harrison wanted to be an Ewok. Mm-hmm. So I had to try to figure out what, you know, how this could possibly work with mm-hmm. a galaxy spanning troop of, as we said before, swashbucklers. Yeah. Right? Laser fire and ne'er do wells. <laughs> and scruffy uh, looking. What's that? Uh, scruffy looking as well. Scruffy looking nerve herders. Mm-hmm. And um, what I thought was he could be the pilot. Ah. Mm hmm. So he somehow <laughs> hand-wavingly acquired a ship and can get people from place to place. And that way he's, you know, he's got a purpose and a use because in combat, it's very unlikely <laughs> that he's going to be at the forefront <laughs> yes. of anything. Yeah. So all that to say, we named that ship the Yubnub Thuck, <laughs> which translates to Freedom Rock. <laughs> Down in Freedom Rock. <laughs> no, freedom rock man don't you remember those endless mm-hmm. commercials uh yeah for course. the 60s compilation mm-hmm. schoolhouse rock hey is that freedom rock man <laughs> well turn it up man <laughs> groovy i think those guys were two djs um roped into doing the commercial if i can find it i'll i'll put it <laughs> yeah. put a clip we need to know the history of this thing. Yeah. 
man, is that Freedom Rock? Yeah, man. Well, turn it on, man. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. You can put the history in the show notes. If they have a week. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> hey, we need to uh, wrap it up here. In a, in a few, yeah. Unless we cut out the st- <laughs> Excuse me. Unless we cut out all the section uh, in the early parts about uh, not listening to the thing where I oh, was no, no, no. listening to. No, no, that's staying in. Right. A chilling vision of things to come. Oh, my God. I hope not. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, folks, you can... So, sorry for this terrible show, everybody. <laughs> this rambling, posy, you know, wandering show. They're going to say, what do you mean posy? I thought it moved pretty quickly. Yeah, we'll do another since one. I'll, since I'll edit out most of those pauses. <laughs> um, Don't worry. There'll be another one next week. <laughs> hey, uh, our show is just called... It's just called Two Brothers. I thought you were going to say it's sponsored by... <laughs> And that would be no one. Sponsored by... Um, Kellogg's. Insert future sponsor here. Sponsored, <laughs> sponsored by Star Wars. <laughs> Steroids. Star- <laughs> <laughs> if we were sponsored by steroids, that that could be an interesting show. <laughs> so much. What is it? Uh, there's no emoticon for the rage I am feeling. <laughs> <laughs> it's just called Two Swole Bros. Yeah. <laughs> and you can find us on Twitter at IJC2B. Uh, if you want to send us an email for some bizarre reason, you can find us uh, at IJC2BS at gmail.com using the number two. Don't forget the BS. IJC2BS. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just called Two Brothers, but with more BS. Yeah, and one of those brothers is me, James. And I am Marcus Harwell. <laughs> I don't think we did this at the beginning. Nah. I think we just... <laughs> We just rambled on. They kind of (laughs) know. They'll find out next week who we are. Listen again next week (laughs) when the hosts will be revealed. (laughs) Eventually. It is just called, it's just called Two Brothers. It was. Is there music? Oh, hey, yeah. Where's the music? Oh, there there it is. All right. I was waiting. I forgot about that part. I better, um, yeah, cut this part out, James. (laughs) On the other hand. (laughs) On the other hand, what the hell? (laughs) That was it. We managed to make it through the whole show without a swear. Hey, look at us. Um, <laughs> supposed to say fucking A. Oh, <laughs> dang it. 